girls have a side, yeah. Redstone Connection Podcast Network listeners, welcome to episode two of At the Movies with JT. This is my vanity. <laughs> They're all vanity projects, I'm like saying. But uh, this is one where I am joined by my friends. We sit, we watch a comedy movie made between the years 1992 and 2012. We talk a bit about the movie, we talk a bit about life and everything else in between. Uh, so I'm pretty excited. This is one of the ones I had earmarked right out of the gate that I wanted to do for sure. Uh, once I started this series, and there was only one person I could even sign up to do this movie with. Uh, him fleeting, if you're a real diehard of the PTV family, we uh, had the brief run on DadCast and also uh, joined us for a couple of other one-off specials. I think Veep, maybe a couple others, but uh, that is my good buddy, one of my best friends, Mr. Don Carrara. Don, how are you? Doing well, buddy. Thanks for having me. This is going to be awesome. I haven't seen this in a while. <laughs> yeah, it was like a must. when I. It was actually one of the movies that really um led to me even wanting to do this this podcast I'm like at some point i gotta talk about this movie and uh and and i had told you right away i'm like this is obviously one i had to say for you to join me for because this is one that we have watched a million times together we've coded a million times together and uh it's definitely a big part of our friendship so we can we can talk all about that <laughs> as we get rolling and so underrated very very underrated. it is I guess this is just becoming like a Jason Biggs fan cast, but uh, whatever. <laughs> two for two so far. We'll have to do a loser on the next one. Um, but anyway, so uh, tonight we are talking Saving Silverman. Uh, it's not really streaming free anywhere besides Pluto. Uh, we're not watching it in there because I'm assuming they have commercials. Uh, when you watch things on demand on Pluto, usually there are, and we didn't want to get uh, slowed down by those. So actually, I pulled the DVD off the shelf uh, that I have in my closet. So Vintage. I'm watching old school <laughs> on the DVD. Uh, and it is available for purchase, right? That's how you're watching it. Yeah, I ended up actually renting it off of iTunes because I, like I, I had it in another platform, but I just did not trust uh, that this was going to actually stay on without uh, getting all finicky on it. So I rented it. Yeah, so so there it is know. available. It's like three ninety nine and like five or six services. So if you're hankering to watch and you want to throw it on and, and watch along with us, feel free. If not, you can just listen to our conversations about this wonderful piece of film history. Uh, so we're both paused. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's the Columbia Pictures logo, but it's the sun. It's like bursting through. Um, so I think we're probably like two seconds in officially on the thing here. Uh, so I'm going to count yeah. us in and we'll hit play at the same time. Right. If you're watching along, now's the time to load up in three, two, play. Uh, so do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Like, had you seen it before you and I watched it? it? Dude, I was, I was trying to like rack my brain about this. And, and I, I actually think I might have watched it with you for the first time, probably in Connecticut. Um, I, I, think saw, I saw it. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would have been like, that would have, because I moved there in late Oh two, but I feel like you didn't come visit probably like right away. Um, but you definitely visited me in my first apartment. So that would have been between sometime between late 02 and late 04. Um, so maybe yeah. 03 sometime you would have came. But it was, yeah, it was 2001. I know I didn't see it in the movie theater. I, I definitely saw it on a, on a DVD. So, or maybe you right. had it and I, I watched it there, but, um, I, I, I think so. I think you came, <laughs> I think you came to visit. And I think we were just like drinking in the apartment, hanging out. And I said, let's watch this movie. That's all I could think of. And yeah. because it might have been 
You know, it might have been the time you came to visit and stayed over. And then the next day we went to see the Yankees. Because I remember in New York, we were like doing like the. <laughs> I already. You know, the the stuff it. and everything. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Um, Jason so maybe Bingham that was, was it. Maybe that. we watched it that night before we went or something. It was very recent with that because we were quoting um, Arlie Ermey as well. The great. Well, we'll, we'll save that quote for later. I can't wait. till I'm going to have to turn up the volume when that one happens. But um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he was great. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I just remember. I don't remember it being in theaters for very long. Um, and I think it was the direct, the same director who did the Adam Sandler one, Big Daddy, which I also really liked. I think that did a lot better. But I think it was just in and out of theater. So it, it probably came out relatively quickly in 2001. And I, pro- I either just rented it or I probably just bought the DVD knowing that I, I like Jason Biggs from American Pie and all that. So, um, and that's well, it came out February 9th, 01. Okay. Uh, budget of 22 million and made 26 million. So it made a profit. And uh, it looks like it was released, you're right, like July 13th. So it was pretty okay. quick it came out. Uh, so my senior year of college, which would have been 0102, we had a, a legal black box in the room uh, <laughs> that my buddy Chris was able to attain through his brother. And this was on like HBO a ton. And so that was where I first saw it. We watched it in just like randomly at night, it would be on HBO and we'd watch it. So I saw okay. it a bunch in college and I think I bought it because I just loved it from that. Uh, and then I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just introduced you to it. And yes, it is another Jason Biggs movie. Um, so we're starting with a little flashback. We have Steve Zahn, who's a Wayne, is kind of narrating his friendship through the years with Jason Biggs, who's Darren Silverman, of course, Saving Silverman, and then Jack Black, who's J.D. McNugent, uh, pretty good name. And they uh, they all went to school together, they grew up together. So he's kind of like walking through how they became friends. We're introduced to Arlie Ermey, who's Courtney. Yeah, Ermey he is. <laughs> it's so great. All they want from you is your man juice. <laughs> and so I, I, I think Arlie Ermey is basically playing just a, a duplicate or doppelganger of his character from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I think that's all he, he ever really played. Yeah, he, he uh, doesn't have other characters there. But um, he was he was perfectly cast as this. And I just think they just said, just let him rip. <laughs> oh, he's amazing. And it was around this time he was doing um, the show Mail Call on the History Channel. I don't know if you remember Oh, yeah, that. that's right. I do remember that. Yep. Yeah. And I was that's when I was working with the History Channel. So I, I watched like a bunch of those. So I was like in Arlie Ermey time right here between Saving Silverman. And I saw like almost every episode of Mail Call, I think, when I had to edit and QC them um, <laughs> to get them on the air. So it was a lot of uh, a lot of Arlie Ermey in my life. But so so Darren is a cheerleader for the football team. And. Wayne is the quarterback and JD is the mascot. <laughs> so that's how they all are. I love that trifecta, those roles. Yes. And this was, I think, when Jack Black really started to hit his stride too, right? He started to really come into his own because uh, Shallow Hal, didn't that come out fairly quickly after I think it's this one? After this, yeah. yeah. I want to say it's, um, I'm going to look it up real quick. So he, he's got a big thing here. He's got his own separate pages for his films because uh, he's got the music career, the TV stuff. Oh, I forgot he's working at Subway in this, too. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, Subway University. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, he did a decent amount of stuff before this, but it was I think it was all a lot of, like, one-off stuff, yeah. um, including Cable Guy, Mars Attacks, uh, High Fidelity. I think this is, yeah, this and Shallow Howl's, like, right after it. So, yeah, that, that was his breakout. That was November of 01. So these two movies are kind of, I think, what really got him going. That could be another not to you know I know we got to focus on this but that could be another one to focus on down the road Shallow Hal yes. other underrated yes. uh, Farley Brothers film definitely um and then Steve Zahn had was in um 
oh, was it wasn't he in something pretty big around that time too like right before this because i feel like he was pretty well known I remember he did a film with Christian Bale. It was a drama, though. Um, but I'm trying to think of the, com- the other comedy. I can actually let me quickly look up on his. You said you've got mail. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I feel like he Stuart did another Little. one where he was kind of at the forefront of things. Um, He's in Stuart Little, uh, Doctor Doolittle, Joyride. Yeah, he wasn't in anything like too big before that. I mean, he was in some obviously some. So then he's in Daddy Daycare. I think that was like a big one for him too. Oh, Joyride. I, I, I actually think I've seen that. That was actually a pretty good thriller. Um, mm-hmm. And something like he wasn't, we were used to seeing him more in those comedies. Um, right. But I love, what I love about these three guys, they're just all likable, you know, and I know right. it's, it's probably just obviously the characters, but I also feel like the actors are bringing something to that too, that um, you just, it's impossible to really like despise them. Uh, even anything you see, I don't know. There's just, they, I think it was cast very well with this trio. Um, they all well, look and, pretty and well off one another. Right out of the gate, they they do some good world building too. Like it doesn't take them long to like feel like okay, this is kind of a gonna be a little wacky um, situation. But they're in this small town they grew up in. They're still there. You know, they got the the cheerleader that Jason Biggs Darren was super into. We saw her real quick. That was Amanda Detmer, as Sandy Perkis. So we kind of yes, we introduced her quickly at the game. Um, and we also know Neil Diamond's going to play some role because the opening of the movie was a concert, a Neil Diamond concert. Yeah, Neil Diamond. Uh, I love that. So great they got him. <laughs> well, and they say it that he, uh, Wayne was conceived during a Neil Diamond concert. So he That's has right. a connection. He has a connection to Neil Diamond. Yeah, he's also, uh, as we see here, he's a uh, pest control <laughs> this guy. <laughs> JD works a subway. <laughs> and do we know what Darren does yet? Have they said? I forget. But. Um, no, I don't think they've, I don't think they've said that yet. Or, well, is that, oh, here is, is this part we like. So they're in a cover band. <laughs> they're in a cover band called Diamonds in the Rough, uh, which is the Neil Diamond co- cover band. And they're all dressed like Neil Diamond. He's got the wig. All <laughs> there the it is. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just owning it. They sing Cherry Cherry. That synthesizer bit. I don't know why. That was another one, too. I think we both uh, just ended up laughing our asses <laughs> off. Uh just hit all the right notes in terms of the humor there. It's great. Dude. They're just the, like these lovable losers. <laughs> oh yeah. And look at that. They're drawing a pretty good crowd here on this little boardwalk area yeah. uh, and, where they're performing. And the, uh, Neil Diamond cover band reminds me of the, uh, Hall and Oates cover band from she's out of my league, which is another great movie. Um, oh, I think God, I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh, with, uh, Jay Baruchel. That's, that's yeah. a really good one. <laughs> And they do the Holidays cover band of that one. But Diamonds yeah, Diamonds of the Rock. Yeah, that's a good name. That's so right. He, he catches the eye of this girl, too. I forget he catches the eye of this girl. Oh, yeah. So she's got a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it, they've established that Darren is kind of a, um, yeah, just like a hopeless romantic. Like he's just trying to find a girlfriend and this is a sucker. And yes, yeah, so this girl that was it looked like she was into him. Is it dating a mime? Yeah. yeah the mime pulls her over with the rope. <laughs> oh yes. There's another great, I forgot about this scene too. He goes, hey, who, what, do you, what does a mime look like when he's having sex? I'm a mime. I'm a mime. They're <laughs> <laughs> so good. They got his talk. back. That's so great. Yeah. They've definitely established. They've obviously been friends since they were younger and that's, that's one of the big things I think that comes out of this movie is like the, um, the loyalty, uh, of lifelong friends, right? Like these guys pretty much spend this whole movie doing anything they can to 
protect this guy from this super toxic relationship that spawns soon. And I, um, and I feel like they kind of flipped the script a little bit because I feel like in, in movies, we usually sometimes see like the females doing that to protect against the guy. So I think they right. kind of changed it. I forget about these. <laughs> the dog face boy. <laughs> yeah, Sandy um, was uh, Sandy's family is a circus family, so that's why she moved away when they were yeah. uh, best friends in high school or whatever. But I think he but. definitely drew upon to uh, some of the similarities from American Pie as well. Um, yeah, kind of in I, that role. I, well, you you fear a little bit by this point. Like, is he really stumbling into being super typecast? Because you got American Pie, you got this, and you got Loser. And it's all very similar. Um, and yeah. they all come out. American Pie. He's in a. He's not really in much other than that. And then he's in Loser. Then he's in Saving Silverman. And then he's in American Pie Two. And right. like, and then American Wedding is like kind of his next big one, other than a cameo in Jane Silent Bob. So he really is in like a straight run of being a very similar character. Um, yeah, so I think he. he to break yeah, it. he kind of cashed in on that definitely within those early two thousands. Recently, like I, I'm actually a big. Uh, Law and Order SVU fan, and he actually guest starred on the most recent season as a cop, and he, he played something. You know, it was completely different. He still had that, of course, that likability, but you can tell he like he had matured as an actor, and, and that what they did with the character, and just kind of those short periods of time in the episode, it's like, oh, are they actually thinking about kind of doing a spinoff? That's what the episode seems to to indicate. Um, right. So it was cool to see him kind of, you know, mature out of those roles and take other things because I actually, you know, I think he's another one that's like the film. You know, he's underrated. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I've uh, always been a fan of him. I think he's I think he's pretty solid. Uh, him and Justin Long are my two my two underrated kind of um, goofy, hopeless romantic type male leads during this time period that I feel like are underrated because they played a lot of similar characters. But uh, he's good in this. I mean, he is kind of in the the hangover role of like the main guy, right? Like where. He helps drive. He's in it more than than he is, but it, the story is really about Wayne and JD trying to save him. Um, but we yeah. do we do get some hijinks with him too. But he's clearly playing like the straight man through all of this. Uh, and Amanda so gets, Pete. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, good. No, I was gonna say, and Amanda Pete, I feel just kills it in this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Judas, she's perfect. Another one's perfectly cast. And now, this was guy, this her was this her breakout? Yeah, I think this was one of the first things I had seen her in because I remember she also did. That um, it was a Bruce Willis movie. Whole nine um, yards. That was actually yeah, the whole nine yards. That was yeah, that was that was good. Um, and then she did another like a like a thriller with like John Cusack that was called uh, Identity. She was good mm-hmm. in that one as well too. But she plays the perfect bitch in this. <laughs> and this guy's in uh, he's in the Jack Black's band, right? Yeah, Kyle Gass, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah. Tenacious, Tenacious Date, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Satan. <laughs> Not diamonds in the rough. Yeah. So she's uh, noticing that Darren seems to be a little wishy-washy and a bit of a pushover. So maybe, uh, maybe it's what she's looking for, you know? So she's starting to come around after shutting him down because she used him to get rid of Tenacious D there. Yeah. And they juxtapose her kind of demeanor right away with just like the, the sweetness of like, you know, uh, Wayne and JD as well. And she's already domineering. Like he was oh, drinking yeah. a beer, and she said he'll have a genitonic. You know what I mean? So she's already like showing that she's kind of run the show if they get together. Uh, this scene does remind me of when you asked the Applebee's waitress out. Oh God! And got, got shut down. It was a worthy what shot. Was she, what was she? Yeah, you had to. You know, you had to take the shot. 
Would she, uh, she was, was she engaged? Is that what it was? That's what she told me at least. Well, that's what she told you. I know yeah. That, who but... knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you have to do it. Uh, it was probably around the same time this movie came out too. Might've been. Yeah. So they're moving <laughs> fast. He's already got her a ring here for, for their anniversary. Um, I feel like, I mean, she's done a lot more since then too, right? Didn't she do a TV show that was, or at least they tried. Yeah. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I feel like she's one that usually you just you can't always name. Right. Like what she's you done, but see she's her constantly there. Yeah. Oh, 2012. Um, the most recent thing she did was Dirty John, which uh, was in 2012. She was in Brockmire. That's what I was. Th- I was thinking of Brockmire. Have you watched that? No, I haven't watched that. It's pretty good. I got through. I watched it on a plane, um, and I think I got through like the first season, and it was like a long flight. Uh, and she's pretty good in that. I could actually finish it. I've heard good things like about the whole series, so I gotta go back and watch it. You know the premise. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, no, I did read up on it. Um, I haven't watched it. Right, it's three did, seasons. She, oh, four seasons actually. She did the way way back too with Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. I think that was the woman. Like, I want to say, I think he like. I think that's the woman Steve Carell like cheats with. She plays, right. um, yeah, in The Way Back. And then she did also uh, Gulliver's Travels with Jack Black, too. Interestingly, her last name was Silverman in that. <laughs> That's funny. It had to be on purpose, right? <laughs> you wonder. So, again, she's already, you know, showing that she's going to be the, the dominant one in this relationship. She has him uh, go down on her, but does not relay the uh, the favor. So she's basically like, here's some lotion to Kleenex and go to bed. Yeah. God, I would love to, but I can't. <laughs> Sensitive gums. Yeah, she he he's in her clutches. That's I did think it's funny too, like they as you mentioned earlier, they spend, you know, a good portion of the beginning just showing how they became friends through high school and then right. the respective jobs they got and they they built up this kind of how they got that network and it's you know, it takes probably like five to seven minutes maybe, but this so quickly. <laughs> The, to introduce uh, the conflict, yeah. Have you ever had a friend in this situation that this movie plays out in, where it was just like a this completely terrible situation that they didn't realize that you had to constantly try and convince them to get out of? <laughs> I've had some. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, if you're, if you're referencing me now, look at I no, knew. No, that it yeah. was bad. No, you knew. You knew. No, I, I was working with you to get out of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it is funny, though, because it's like, you know, it. I, I think when you watch this, and we've all been in bad relationships, but it's like, it's the convenience, not maybe not even the convenience, but it's like you want to be with somebody, especially if you've been single, that, right. you know, the blinders are on, and you are you willing to potentially go into this toxic relationship just to have somebody, and then, you know, not really admit the truth that this person sucks. Right. And it doesn't help that she's like smoking hot way above his league. He's, you know, hit way above his average here. So it's that makes it a lot harder too. Uh, but JD and Wayne are trying. So they invite him over for football. And Judith is, uh, you know, giving it the old gold college try here. Yeah, that's it. Friends. I love all the Neil Diamond uh, artwork and records and things up on the walls there. Even got the set list. Yeah. <laughs> got that on eBay signed by Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, I mean, he's great in this. He's a perfect mix of, like, 
aware but completely unaware <laughs> of what's going on yeah i think he's times. a good a good balance in the middle between um darren and uh jd as well yeah good jd's in reason. the full like jd's in the full like kramer mode here in this movie yeah. oh yeah complete whack job <laughs> that's right she's a psychiatrist right so she's like diagnosed in them as yep. they go absolutely <laughs> he has no clues. yeah but he's america's greatest uh, singer songwriter and I think that, too, that gives her yet another kind of leg up and power over these guys as well as him. Uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's Neil. <laughs> and they end up with a restraining order because JD came up and hugged him during the. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Some of this stuff. It's such a random pull, too, for Neil Diamond. Like, of all the artists that could have went with, like, his. I mean, I know he's kind of timeless, but it, was he, it wasn't exactly, like, uh, out in the public front at this point right like he didn't have like a new album in the 2000s no and I, I just think uh you just wonder like if when they were writing this they just had him in mind and they got kind of the green light and they said okay we can just kind of design this and he can play a fictional version of himself which i always love when you get these actors right. just, like in Kirby enthusiasm which we you know obviously did podcasts on that's what I, they do such a great job with that with uh you know ted danson and mary steenberg and all that it had to be some i mean there had to be some <laughs> tie-in so one of the <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh you know writers this, yeah. or some of them had to be a big fan of them yeah this is great so they, she, she's in the recliner and it, this is another quote we just, we, we'd always quote this one. Oh yeah big time <laughs> oh, <it's a> <laughs> come on you freaking piece of <laughs> shit <laughs> it flips out of the corner that seems like quite the big stain like i didn't see the nachos fly quite that way but yeah there he is. It's a lug nut. Fixed I fixed it. it. Have a seat. <laughs> it's just like covered in salsa and everything. Else. I feel it like really it's a is like the... setup for these guys. Like for a guy that works at Subway. I mean, I guess I guess Wayne's a critic, critic, uh, catcher, but <laughs> critter catcher. I like that. <laughs> oh God. But it's his. It's his like grandmother's. Uh, Grandma's house or something, right? Something like that. I think they've said in the past. Yeah, pretty sure. He inherited and then, or whatever. But yeah, and, and also too, kind of that, you know, the the element of just fiction that you know in real life, even with those, nobody would be able to have a place like this. But I love all the fact that you know they just really all haven't grown up either, which is awesome. Right. <laughs> Although I do think them spraying the beer was a little, like that was a little forced. Like, I feel like after you just did yeah. the nacho thing, you're probably not spraying the beer all over him. So she's laying the law down. She said, you get new friends and you're quitting your bullshit band. You're done. And he's trying to stand up to her, but it's probably not going to happen. The, yeah, she uh, definitely wears the pants. So if <laughs> you did, you know, so beyond that, like, I feel like neither of us really had like those crazy embarrassing friends i guess maybe i don't know as the saying goes maybe we're the ones if you don't know if you have them but um <laughs> like oh i'm like petrified to bring a new girlfriend or something around them or something like that yeah i don't like, think i don't really have that no i don't think i ever did and and that's the tough part because it's like again coming back to my earlier comment it's like you would hope that people wouldn't sacrifice that friendship because ultimately too and that's the whole message right. of this film with this loyalty but and they don't even you know in, in 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 a lot of ways too like here they're not as jealous as one would think they would be um right away but you know they they see everything clearly where oh <laughs> sorry the butt implants 
forgot <laughs> yes. about that part. Oh God, I forgot about that part. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and so now they have a replacement of the band. It's an Indian guy uh, playing with them, and they're going over all the stuff that uh, she's made him do. So the button plant, she made him burn all his Neil Diamond albums. Yeah, she. And they're they're deciding now they got to do something. Blossoming <laughs> Neil Diamond. Perfect. Are you a Neil Diamond fan? Um, I like some of his stuff. I don't think I became like a bigger fan after this, but I, I wouldn't say like I'm a hardcore fan. But you know, if he comes on, I'll listen to him. He's got his class. Yeah. I think the sweet Caroline thing just turned me off on him. No, and that one I'm actually sick of. Because <laughs> oh, I heard it enough. Awful. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the stupid Red Sox shit. Um, I crack with Rosie and Cherry Cherry are fine, I guess, but I can't say I'm like a. I would go downloading Neil Diamond's discography at this point. But that's why I think too. I, I I think they they picked again that the right guy because you know he wasn't so big and in the right. limelight and it's just it's it seems like such a random get, but right person to be obsessed with. But he has that thread throughout the entire film with these guys, which is awesome. I love this chart. <laughs> Did they say where they're supposed to be located in this movie? Is it I don't know. I feel like it was Cal or well because they uh, California has the boardwalks. Right. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't New Jersey. I don't think it was New Jersey. I think it is California. Oh, yeah. You know what? He said uh, Neil Diamond's playing the forum. So it's going to be the Great Western Forum. Oh, they're going to be like in L.A. or whatever. Or at least outside California, because I think it's consistently nice throughout this movie, even though I don't think it's a lot of time passes through the movie itself. I think it's just like weeks pretty much. But, yeah, they're already knowing that he's fucked. But like you said, they're good friends. Like they're here to save him. Yeah, they really want to try to rectify it. And, you know, he obviously doesn't want to do that. And they take take that very well. Um, But I love that they're just his advocates throughout this entire thing. I can't tell if that shirt on Jack Black is (laughs) like a comically stupid shirt or actually thinking back to 2000. That's probably like a shirt that would be worn. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it, it, it. probably was more for the comedic side to work with that character especially to the contrast the one he was wearing when he was like uh doing the what was it funneling the beer in the last scene his shirt was all stained so you don't think they sold that at eddie bauer when you were there <laughs> i don't remember seeing that on the shelves <laughs> either that or the mannequins i had to dress <laughs> the long sleeve polo that. though that that was definitely a thing in the 2000s no we had long sleeve polos there not like that that looks more like something like ernie would wear in like sesame street i don't know that's what i'm getting <laughs> But uh, we definitely had a lot of like the solid uh, and, and horizontal stripes, not the vertical ones. Like, I don't know what that is. Maybe I'll get you one for your birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it, it looks like maybe like an old Navy, something you get like an old Navy. It could be. So they're pretty much trying to give her the house um, <laughs> to get her to break up with Darren. I love he says, I'll throw JD in. He doesn't look like much, but. And she's admitting to them that she owns everything. He's a puppet, and he'll do whatever she says, and that's how it's going to be. So this is the official uh, declaring war between the sides here. What do you think, like, because with American Pie, I think it was 99, and then this one, 2001, the film Loser, I can't remember when the year that was out. What do you think it was at, at um, oh, she's, um, what was that other one, Freddie Prince Jr. that came out? Too, oh, yeah, where she's all uh, that. She's all that. Like, what do you think was like the attraction with all of these coming out in that time? Because they seemed kind of some of them seemed like they would have worked in the 80s with like, you know, Pretty in Pink and Ferris Bueller and all right. that. 
but there was this a kind of theme <laughs> and they all kind of came out within a few years of one another. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think there was just like a gap in like the nerdy guy trying to find love, I guess? Because even something about Mary is kind of similar to that, too. I think this has always been a common trope, but yeah, it seems like there's like a gap in the early 90s. So maybe they just thought like, oh, like this next generation of awkward teens growing up probably would yeah. want like to, to have these relatable movies. And I um, think American Pie might have established that because you looked at all the characters in that and they were very relatable to like, right. you know, people you knew or yourself and kind of just the, the complicated world of dating and all of that. Um, and then you think about the, um, they just said, you know, not that we don't have ideas, but let's just kind of cash in on that and kind of a, a, a brat pack for the nineties. I'm also, can I just comment? This is PG 13. Right. Yeah. And uh, there are definitely massive amounts here. of breasts. Yeah. Yes. So I, I definitely rented the PG third because there is an unrated one, isn't there? That we saw. Uh, so it says I, the PG thirteen version released in theaters and the original R rated cut uh, were both released on home video. The difference between the two versions are dialogue changes and small additions. Certain scenes, two new scenes do appear, but some of the scenes in the movie swap swapped around to compensate for the longer runtime. Because, yes, there's the cornhole line that gets dubbed in the PG-13 version. So this oh, must be the R version. About that. And then Jack Black drops an F-bomb. I know right. that. that uh, and I'm just trying to think, like, oh, is the, the standards for PG-13 then? Not. No, I, I think this must be the R <laughs> cut. So maybe the one you got is wrong. <laughs> we'll see if he says cornhole in you. Um, but oh, so she, which is a great line. <laughs> so they try to scheme. Basically, they, they bought some time with a couple of hookers. And they got them drunk, and they took a bunch of pictures topless, and they cropped Jason Biggs' face. <laughs> they did a really face. bad Photoshop. <laughs> and you can see uh, Wayne's tattoos. So she's uh, onto their onto their plan here, and basically told them to cut the shit, or she's going to kill them both. And they always make her one step ahead, and, and clearly the smartest person in the film. Um, oh, yeah. These, these two guys <laughs> are far. dopes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another classic uh, line coming up. I keep remembering as we see him when he says... Uh, my uh, talk about burning his ball sack in, in high school, whatever. I still can't grow hair on my left nut. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Wait for this. <laughs> Darren go. He's getting married and he's taking her name. Yeah. So they're like two weeks in or no. How how many? Because he bought her that diamond or whatever. But wasn't it like their six week anniversary or something? Said yeah, something like it was not. It was very, very brief. And right. We're like know, within months here. Just immediate emasculation of this poor bastard. Yeah. And here we go. The return of Sandy Perkis back to town. Is one and only. Have you known yeah. anyone in this situation that like got engaged like too fast? Um, I feel like. I think it was somebody I worked with when I worked in. The restaurant. Got engaged to somebody. And it did not it and they got married, I think, and they did not last. <laughs> it was quick. Right. Very, very quick. Um and you know, as an outsider, what the hell can you say? It's like to each his own, sometimes that works. I mean it's uh, tough. But I you know, who am I to say? But it's it's just hard to kind of witness something like that and be like, How how and you know, can we even fathom something like this working when you don't even know anything about this person? This is so good too, where she <laughs> Here it is the uh, Wayne does 
Well, here's a bunch of bro, but Wayne, I never could see my dong, but then Wayne was doing the, uh, the, uh, the talent show. I did the, uh, you can dance if you want to. <laughs> I remember her, Amanda Detmer, right? Um, from Final Destination, which also right. had, uh, Stifler in it, Sean William Scott. That was another one that kind of think came out around this time period. It was like this and some of these like, you know, kind of unique horror films, but she's done a lot of stuff. I was gonna say she should have done more, but yeah, she's actually in a quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, I haven't seen her recently, but I'm sure again, it's just like some of these other filmography that you know she pops up here and there and it's one of those people uh, who will get like steady work. It looks like she's doing the uh Oh, no, these are DVD ones. I don't know if the, the name of these made it seem like she's doing the Hallmark loop, but I can't oh, tell. If God, working. I hope not. Yeah. Like she does a, a California Christmas. Uh, that sounds <laughs> definitely like a Hallmark movie. Maybe we can do that one next on here. <laughs> Start a new Hallmark, Hallmark uh, podcast. <sighs> I don't know if I could handle that. <laughs> Although my biggest exposure is usually like when I used to go to the Planet Fitness over here. Um, and they had all the TV uh, TVs on. One was always on Hallmark near where the ellipticals were. So I saw a lot of Hallmark movies, actually, just yeah, by I, glancing I up. And... They have their own station. I can't even believe it. Their own uh, channel. Oh, this part. I, this is the, see. This will see if this is the rated R because I'm just gonna get in front of that line. But that that's Clayton. Doesn't he Jack Black's uh, J? Doesn't he JD say like "fuck you, replacement friend"? I think so. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see if that Clayton. that doesn't get edited. I think we're watching the unrated, even though they told me it was PG-13. <laughs> So yeah, they're having the engagement party, and JD and Wayne were not invited, but they were happy to come by the house anyway. And they're not allowed in. Man, yeah, they are not happy. This is great. Fuck you. I hope. I hope. I really hope he says this in this. This guy's a little big asshole. (laughs) Brett and Clayton. I feel like that one guy. Someone though, is he? Do others? Clayton. Um, this guy. Yeah, he loves a die yeah, replacement. Did he say fuck you? He said fuck you. He said die on mine. Die so replacement. Why do they still have the boobs in there though? Yeah, I, I don't. I, maybe this, you know, the amount of times they show it, they can get away in a PG thirteen. I just don't know if I've ever seen like that amount of breasts in a PG thirteen film. It was a lot. It was like six, and they were like close ups. Yeah, because I, I definitely had that on my end, and I don't even remember that in the PG-13 one. Maybe the size um, of the breast dictates it, because they weren't like... I did a double take, because I'm like, wait a minute, this is... <laughs> so the cornhole line is probably going to be uh, cut out of my version. Yeah, that's my guess. So I wonder if we're going to get different scenes, because I, I think there are those extra couple scenes in this. Because in I think R1. when you I and I watched watch. it, I think when you and I watched it, we watched the unrated. Uh, because yeah. Oh, this you're, is... Cause you're, well, yeah, this is the DVD I'm watching. I think this is the one I've always had. So does it have both versions on it or is it just the unrated one? I didn't see both. I didn't see an option to choose. Okay. Okay. Cause now I'm trying to think like, did I ever see the PG 13 version or did I only see the unrated? We definitely have, know. because we've known about the cornhole. Remember they're making you wear, what are these? He says something they're making you wear dresses. Yeah. We knew uh, that for sure. We've I, I have to see when, I, when that one comes up. Uh, yeah. At the end. I mean, maybe we saw it on TV or something, but I love how they were just talking about her and saying like she's uh like Damien from like The Omen. It's like no, she's <laughs> <laughs> and this is like uh, they said something else too. I don't know. It was like the 
I don't know if it was like another version of like the devil and then Jack was like, yeah, with great tits. <laughs> so their plan now is to kidnap her. So they're going all out. Yeah. And he's in full, they're in full camouflage. They're about to cut the power to our house to break in and, and kidnap her. Um, Which is insane. So is link to go to. Yeah. How, what, what, and what would be the link, you know, like, somebody in real life would actually go to to save a friend because i think this is a very extreme it's extremely extreme but it's it, i think it's meant to set the template for all friends to know that look, sure. this is this is what's expected of you when you're in this situation is to, to go all out as needed all hands on deck jack black with this fucking leotard on his face this is another good one too where he keeps saying Ksh, at the end yeah. <laughs> the moving of the flowers he's um, like you don't have to say Ksh, it does it for you that was the one I think they uh they used to like highlight in the trailer. I remember seeing yes. it. It's cool too. I mean, they keep the cast kind of tight. Like we don't really expand much beyond like the main six or seven people, and like that's it. Yeah, which I really like. Mm. Is he wearing like uh, pantyhose? He's wearing pantyhose on his head, isn't he? Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You ever broken into a house? No, I have not. Have you? I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't think the that. <laughs> I don't think the closest I think I came um, was we we're at my cousin's house and it had been a while and he had like some videotapes of like uh, some stuff we had made like as kids or whatever that I didn't have. And my dad was in the basement with my uncle and like we like me and Andy <laughs> sifted through his shit while he wasn't home trying to find these tapes. Um, and like a few days later, my dad said, Oh, uncle called it. He asked, uh, he heard a lot of footsteps going on upstairs. Like what, what were you doing looking around the house? And I was like, Oh, nothing. <laughs> I, never found I was going to ask you, leave it to your dad. Too. What are you doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' uh, Jack Black stopping to eat. Oh, there's something I was going to ask you. Uh, I can't remember. It was something relating to breaking into someone's house. But it was not that. I'll come back to it. I'll circle back. I had something I was going to... This part's great, too. (laughs) He looks like such an idiot with the the camo on his face. The scarf and the spaghetti, and yep, she's awake, and the shit's about to hit the fan. It's like so obviously them too, you know. <laughs> yeah, they didn't make any uh, attempt to hide it. And again, I love the fact that she is just good at everything here. There's no way they can get a W. Doesn't he scream here in the shower? Yes. Yeah, they're petrified of her. She's a fucking menace. <laughs> <laughs> This must have been fun, though, to shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As actors. <laughs> yeah, he's a mess. He got hit with the trank. Wayne did. I mean, this is a little, little bit of Home Alone vibe on this. Oh, yeah. I, I like to. I mean, they really don't mess around in this movie. Like, we are buzzing through, like, everything. It's... It's quick moving. Like they decided within, you know, first time meeting her that she's trouble. They talk to him right away. They come up with this plan. Like there's very little, little downtime in this movie. Yeah, which is tough exactly sometimes. Exactly the comedy target that, they had to hit. 
and that's why I think, you know, the, the time, uh, you know, the hour and 36 minute running time is good, you know, cause right. they don't need to put any extra filler. And sometimes these comedies try to go a little bit above and beyond, but you know, I'm, this is, this is what I expect from something like this. I don't think it never needs to get really artsy, you know? I think if this was made like 12 years later, we get like an extra 40 minutes of like backstory on all these characters or whatever. It's, it's more drawn out for sure. So, um, I know, uh, I wanted to go back to, we were talking about, you know, you ever break into houses and I, we said no. Um, but I have egged houses and, and you were with me for several of those adventures. I'm sure you remember those. I do. I do. So that was Halloween, <laughs> right? Your birthday. Oh yeah. Halloween. Even I think, uh, non special occasions. I think we would just launch some things out of my car. Can I, I got to pause this though. <laughs> the, the, the letter i'm leaving you were finished done don't call right email or fact i never want to see your face or your fake butt again yeah, so they, they succeeded in kidnapping they were able to zap her with the the critter capture uh and they they knocked her out so they got her to their house and they left a note for darren basically that yeah. she left um so she wakes up she's in their garage chained to a motor <laughs> or an engine yeah, an engine i love that uh, and she ain't going nowhere the um so yeah i think along one of the nights of the egging was definitely on halloween night where i guess i don't think it was me or you i think it was the two guys we were with but like remember we they pulled up to kmart and they had like i still can't believe back in the day they did this like they had the soda display outside remember oh yeah yeah and they the stole camps. a bunch of 12 packs and as we started to leave, we we're like, well, there might be a camera. <laughs> so they went back and put them <laughs> all put back. Them back. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Jesus, yeah. Lot, it must have been very trustworthy at that point. Now I think that's a uh, – is that where Michaels is now? I don't know. It's one of the – I think so. It's definitely not camera. Yeah. Um, this freaking mascot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because, I mean, they're, they're thinking like they're so slick, but it's very obvious who's kidnapped her. I mean, it's – Yes. <laughs> The old school TV too. Um, oh God! I don't know if something like this, though, if this type of comedy um, could work today. You know, I said like it was all those periods of time where that period of time in like the late '90s, early 2000s, where these kind of similar movies were coming out. But I don't know if it would work in today's 2022. I, don't yeah. know, I feel like we've evolved in so many ways. Like there's periods of time where we're we're going through like I don't know certain genres pick up or certain styles of of films within like the genres are picking up. Um, and these kind of I don't even want to say this is not really a rom com, but these types of comedies I don't know I don't think they would work as well. Or it would be like straight to like Netflix or something like that, or maybe just right. not theatrical release yeah. maybe. And I think it's like right on the edge of um, because it's right pre 9-11, which is kind of when the tone shifts overall. But yeah, good call um, on that. I, I think today they would have to make some major changes to the story of this. Uh, I do think it's actually, like you said earlier, a little more progressive um, where the woman is like the dominating one. Um, but there's still the portrayal of her, you know, kind of being a bitch and irrational and all this other stuff. But. Um, I think they redeem her well in the end. So I think it actually is a little progressive given the, the topic. Like it could have been a little bit more, you know, nasty or um, tropey in that regard. Yeah. I, I thought that was Will Arnett for a minute. 
but it's yeah, not. So did I. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about this part. <laughs> Slips off of her. Yeah, so Sandy, Wayne met with Sandy because he's trying to get her back with, with uh, Darren, but she says she's becoming a nun. Uh, she, in the circus, her partner, who she was in love with, died because he slipped off her hands on the trapeze. And she said she that's it. She's going to serve God in, instead. But she hasn't taken her vows yet. And it's funny because we know that scene's supposed to be comical, but at the same time, they kind of made it a little bit dark. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty trash. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> she's, she's obviously um, still into Darren, though, because like oh, she yeah. immediately says, OK. And we need that more of that contrast to uh, to Judith, of course. This is always a tough one, too. Like right after the breakup, you know, how big of an asshole are you about the the ex? Right. Just in case there's a rebound to coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, too, maybe she's a lesbian. <laughs> that wouldn't have that wouldn't have flown today. Uh, <laughs> but I even just think like just the. The storyline. I don't know. I feel like now audiences are expecting a little bit okay. more out of their comedies. Did um, you just have that line? Because this is how we'll know. He, after he said lesbian, he said, or maybe she's a hermaphrodite, a little dick, a little puss. Oh, I'd have to go back. I, you want me to go back and see? No, I'm guessing um, not. I, don't, I think you would have seen it. No, it was pretty glaring. <laughs> no. So that's interesting, too. All these little... Because I feel like those could work in a PG-13 film, but right. I'm still trying to figure out how they were able to get away with the nudity they get away with it's like perplexing um so now they're going even darker so they're basically he's like as long as she's alive he's not giving up so they're digging up a dead body this dead sticking her in really judith's stacked. car and pushing it <laughs> off the cliff oh wait what's that license plate say can you see it let's see oh the fucking jacket too i forgot about the jacket Okay, I love um, this jacket. Oh, one stuck in the car. Yeah, door. he's got a butt crack. Yeah, but is it California? What state is it? Oh, uh, Washington. Oh, so they're in Washington. That would make sense with the. Well, gears, I guess, I guess. yeah. The, <laughs> the friggin' flame. The, the just the wreckage of this car. <laughs> the jacket that's gone. My favorite jacket stuck at the door. It is tough when you have a jacket you really like. So I feel like it's hard to find a real jacket. Like a good jacket. You can get a puffy jacket. <sighs> I'm not a puffy coat guy. <laughs> little Seinfeld reference for those who, who don't know, right? <laughs> so it's covered right on the uh, <laughs> on the news. And they're like, this is pretty funny. So, Jones snared. Right. They announced the death of Judas. They say, you know, and so he sees it on the news. He's heartbroken. And then they go, in unrelated news, the body of... This other woman was dug up, and the police have arrested three Cuban refugees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So now she's starting to play mind games with poor JD here. Obviously, she already yeah, because knows. She uses that psychology background, right? Psychology, yeah. yeah. Uh, Porter John in the garage. Do you think that was there, or did they get it just for the scheme? Um, no, and these guys, I feel like that could be there because they got a pretty like again, they're set up outside mm. in the garage. Mimics exactly what we're seeing in there, so right. I would not be surprised if that was something that, you know, they procured early on. <laughs> oh, this is so good. He's Subway like, University. You must be smart. You go to <laughs> what college you go to? SU, Stanford? No, Subway University. She's <laughs> like, oh, I know someone who went there, J. D. McNugent. Um, so obviously that's on. 
but the best uh best porter john scene in a movie is definitely police academy is it four when uh oh, was a harris or whoever goes to take the shit the thing and they they airlift it into the football field oh no it's uh no it's proctor <laughs> proctor that's takes right the shit john. i forget which one that was in i think it's oh. four and they drop it on the field and then it, they open it up and he's it's during the national anthem and he stands up with no pants on on the toilet so good oh this right, is so they the, go uh, to see coach Yes. Is this a lot? Is this where he has the line? No, no, it's after when they call him. Okay. But he's in jail because uh, he right, the ref. <laughs> back call from a ref and he threw a javelin into him. <laughs> That's actually the director of the film too. I I read. The oh, the ref. Yeah. Yep. So not a javelin. So he throws a down marker in the air and it goes right through the, the ref. So <laughs> dumb. To the ground. And uh, that's that. So he's in jail now. Ultimately, where we have to just keep suspending our disbelief and just say this is way, right. way beyond even fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's clearly like a, yes, fantasy type world here. Um, I love how he's got one of those. Uh, what are, I forget what those those uh, see in his hands. It's the thing you like you, you squeeze. Yes, yes. It's like the, <laughs> he's going to work those uh, hand muscles. That's it. So they're trying to. He's like, we kidnapped her. You kill her. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to go to him for advice. I would. would. I would go to Arlie Army for advice. You think he just kept the eyebrows as a, a look, like he knew it would make him stand out? Oh yeah, kind of Eugene Levy, I guess, kind of thing. I had a friend, a uh, friend of mine from work, actually ran into him in an airport, probably like five years before he passed. Had the eyebrows and everything. So he was like a real military guy, right? And became an actor. He was. And I think, like, I know I mentioned Full Metal Jacket. They they basically just said, you create your own dialogue. So he did a lot of, I think he based it on a lot of the drill sergeants he knew. Right. And then what he also had to do. And he just kind of created a compilation of that to create just. just Man, he, he is in a shitload of movies. Arlie Ermey? Oh, my God. Since 1978, he's in Apocalypse Now. Oh, I didn't know he was in Apocalypse Now. That's great. Yeah. And then he takes like almost eight years off or whatever at a full metal jacket. But then he's in like a ton in the 80s and 90s. And he's in like eight or nine a year, a lot of years. Well, anytime they needed some type of military character right. to kind of deliver that, he, he was their guy. Yeah, definitely. Does he do a... I'm looking at it now. Does he do some of the voices in Toy Story? Who does he do? Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Toy Story. Yep. The army man. Yes. <laughs> Appropriately, right? So they're threatening to shoot her. Oh, he's in a ton. He might have the biggest filmography of anyone in the movie, it looks like. So they're threatening to shoot her, but they can't do it, and she knows it. She's just sitting there. It's funny, too, that they would even, like, pretend to go to those links, which <laughs> I think comes back to that whole theme that we, we've been kind of talking about with this this loyalty to this guy well they already think she's dead anyway so the world does but he's darren's crushed he's doing a memorial he's got candles and pictures and wayne wants him to meet sandy and he just will not give in he's stuck on judith so yeah i mean he's definitely played the straight guy here like we said it's it's been heavily not to hang over compare it too much, but, you know, 
Jack Black and Zahn here are more of the, I guess Bradley, Bradley Cooper, poor man's Bradley Cooper and uh, Zach Galifianakis. Ed Helms, right? Ed Helms? Ed Helms, yeah. Or Zach Galifianakis, yes. Well, Jack Black's definitely Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah. I think Steve Zahn's like a combo of the other two. It's a pretty cool looking restaurant, though. Yeah, it's almost like a city. cabin on the water or something. Makes you want to go to Washington. Yeah, now, now I'm seeing like how this can be Washington. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually filmed there, but um, now I'm going to look that up because I want to know. Most movies have some cool locations. I mean, we talked about in the last episode, American Pie on the, the lakes out in Michigan and now on the water here on the Sound in Washington. Looks, looks pretty cool. I love when they shoot on real locations because like, and, and it's not just like the studio because that gives a little bit more authenticity. Um, but no, it was not. It was actually all filmed in Canada. Oh, wow. Okay. And well, that would make sense given, given the location. Well, I think all the tax credits too, they get and there. The right, place right. they're at is the Canary seafood house. That's where oh, Darren okay. and Sandy's lunch is filmed. It actually says that right here. Um, all right. We should go there. Well, definitely. We'll want the, you want the Darren and Sandy table, please. Right by the window. <laughs> so she said her parents are making a killing on the internet um, on circusfreaks.com. So this is definitely the early days of the internet. How how early were you on? Were you on? Like, I mean, you were pretty early, right? Ninety. What is it? When did it come out? When did the internet yeah. actually like people start getting? Well, into like that? AOL blew up in like '96. That's around when I got on. '95. I think I was on around '95, '96, um, and. Every time I'd be on, I'd get kicked off as soon as somebody hopped into that phone and dialed oh, through. Oh, yeah. Pain in the ass. See, endless fights. It's crazy to think about how far we've come. And yeah, I mean, we, met, and... we met in, what, 97? And I remember definitely talking to you, like, email, at least through email or on chat. Big Sexy 34. Remember <laughs> right, your AOL yes. screen name. Um, yeah, so that it's... And I love it. I love I love how you're keeping it still old school using the DVD. I'm streaming. I, That's I'm right. Drink, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. But um, well, I don't pull too many DVDs off the shelf. It's rare. It's very rare. Yeah, that's vintage. You got to keep saving. So I love when you ask me like, you just have the DVD. I'm like, no, I think I tossed it. <laughs> you're a big DVD guy too. I mean, you used to buy yeah. them sight unseen. So many all the time. DVDs. Yeah. And very yeah. rarely, I think if I bought one sight unseen, I was like, oh, I wish I didn't buy that. Usually, I know what I would like, and I would usually like them. Um, right. couple duds, couple duds here and there, but I the, think they're uh, going to, yeah, go ahead. Well, so Darren and Sandy bonded over singing Neil Diamond uh, after he said about his fiance dying. And then JD's bringing stuff to watch for Judith. He goes, I got porn or monster trucks, or there's one that's both. <laughs> <laughs> now she's starting to play mind games with them. I love how she gets to the side. Yeah. Yeah. Break them down. Although I gotta say, she doesn't look like she's hating this captivity too much. She's kind of maybe she's finally at ease for once. She seems pretty chill. Plus, well, kind of given a taste of her own medicine too, and for the first time in the film, is placed in that vulnerable position with still right. the, with still some power. She can kind of manipulate. So yeah, her. even then she still kind of owns them. Uh, Sandy throws them in the ocean here. A little little ridiculous <laughs> the scene. <but. laughs> nice stunt double there. Um, you think it was a stunt or a dummy? It looked like a real person. Um, yeah. I love how she just dives in all gracefully. 
Well, she has a nun. <laughs> I wonder if that was actually filmed in like nice temperature wa- of water there. If that was cold, oh, I'm sure. Hell. You know, this is definitely uh, pre-cell phones because he would have been freaking out on his phone. Good, oh, throw yeah. it in the water. Oh, good call. So this is framed really well, where she looks like an angel, basically saving him here. Oh, yeah. And then she has that change of heart. (laughs) Yeah. She's definitely, uh, definitely having questioning her feelings here. She should still go through with becoming a nun or. I love that, too. Like a second ago, she's in the dirt and her legs are filthy with like mud and sand. And she gets up and her legs have like nothing on them. Yeah. Nice continuity. It is interesting, though, how sometimes people connect like years after high school and then mm-hmm. like relationships form because I've seen that happen, too. And it's like it it is interesting how kind of the world works like that. Well, yeah, and there's already history. So I think in that case, like it's one of the times where kind of moving fast seems normal. If you already have like, you know, four to five years of a relationship established, you just, you know, we're we're apart for a while. But then you come back together and it's like that's already there, you know. Sure. I like this scene too. She's like, have you ever had a girlfriend? He's like, yes. No. <laughs> and then she asked about if she's, you know, fantasized about having sex with a man. And he's like, what kind of man? <laughs> Any man. I don't like tall men. <laughs> that was also a little progressive too, because, you know, where, where right. things end up. Um, old school laundromat. Yeah. Were you, did you ever have to use a laundromat like regularly? Um, never regularly. There were times where, um, I think like our, where, or maybe it was an apartment I was in, like the, we didn't have one in there at the time. And then it eventually, <clears throat> um, the landlord got one, but I had to go out and use it and I just found it massively inconvenient. Right. <laughs> but you know, it's a first world problem, I guess. All right. So are you getting this where she's changing and she's naked? Yes. Okay. But, yeah. Yep. Covered, but and they showed her ass. Did you get that? They they just show, yeah they did show that. So I don't. I, don't know, know I feel like my version is between like a PG thirteen and R, and you have the. What's well, weird is you get the nudity, but you get the dubbed words, which is an odd. Yeah, way so to I'm go like, it, it is. Yeah, it's strange because they the only the only option to rent was um the original theatrical. So now I'm thinking hmm. about it. I think I did first see it as the PG thirteen. Maybe I saw that by myself, and then we saw the unrated together. Can't remember this timeline. <laughs> yeah, so she's uh, she's all in here on Darren, and poor JD is having a mental breakdown now, and realizing he's gay. <laughs> That's also a nice juxtaposition, to, similar to like you yes. know how they did from the beginning. We got these kind of things going on. Yeah, <laughs> lulled him in to set him up to, to knock him out. Yeah. I feel like that little lamp wouldn't really knock him out, though. That broke way too easy. <laughs> and she even seemed shocked, too, when it broke. Right. And she's out. Loose. A cowboy away in his home. <coughs> Excuse me, I had to sneeze there. Ooh. Bless you. Thank you. More Neil yeah, diving I mean, on the wall. Oh, everywhere. He's obsessed. <laughs> Throws him out the window. Another stunt double there. <laughs> Throwing him out the window. That would have been a dummy. Yeah, it looks a little too dangerous. What's, what's the furthest you've ever fallen off something? Oh, God. Um, 
probably my deck when I was younger, which wasn't like super high, but it was enough because I fell mm. on pavement and just like scraped my whole face and um, had to go to the hospital and all that. That was pretty scary. So maybe, I don't know, six, seven feet, not too, too high. How about yourself? I don't know. Like I've fallen downstairs before. Yeah, I have but fallen that's not like a straight like fall. That's like a tumble. No. Actually, that happened a couple uh, a year ago to me. I just like I lost my step, um, lost my balance, or like slipped with socks, and then I just went down every single step and just banged my elbow. That freaking hurt. Oh, no, the worst. I think the one of the worst falls I had was I was climbing. If you remember, my parents' backyard has the uh, the chain link fence, and it used to have the spikes. You know that we're on the like the top of those fences. Oh yeah, and this oh. guy's fucking old Asian guy jerking off. Um, <laughs> so she's escaped. She's running around. They're trying to shoot her. Uh, Darren saw her, and like on his Vespa, thinks he saw her anyway. And Mr. Chang, <laughs> Mr. Chang is lucky. I forget so. about Mr. She's, Chang. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, oh, this is funny. Big returns right here. Mr. Chang falls down the stairs and breaks his neck. Um. <laughs> So she's oh, just knocking on neighborhood houses, trying to get in, and he was trying to let her in. He got all excited, and he fell down the stairs. Yeah, so I was going to get something, like, in the next yard or whatever. I scaled the fence, and I slipped and fell. Oh. And I, I think I just avoided the hook part, and my underwear and shorts got twisted around it, and I was stuck hanging like a koala <laughs> hanging from a branch. Oh, God. Um, but I definitely nicked it because like my balls were all scratched up and stuff, but I definitely avoided near danger. Um, I love Jack Black here. He's like, it's over. That's it. <laughs> it's like no chance it's over. Um, but I don't know why they made those fences that way. Like I remember a story. I don't know if it was like a neighbor or a friend, like someone's eye got stuck on one of those. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like they slipped and fell and like the thing went like into their eyelid or whatever. I just see those and I just immediately think danger. <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst. They're the worst. Time. I think eventually my parents like hammered theirs down or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it is. It's just like a, a tetanus shot or a, definitely a trip yeah. to the emergency room waiting to happen. So uh, close timing here. Judith has gone all the way to the police station. Wayne shot her with the trank as she was going in, and then covered her up with a blanket as the police officers came out and he killer told goats, yeah, killer goat. <laughs> Good yep. job. Incompetent police officers. I want to envision a world where like this coincided with like super troopers and they did like a crossover. And it was like them walking out. Oh, that would be great. That's one I haven't Different. seen in a while too. Did you see the second one? No, I haven't seen the second one yet. Um, the second one's really good too. It's on my list to do. I love super troopers though. And I just ended up seeing that based on someone's, that was like word of mouth at like work. I think I was working again in the restaurant at the time and it was something I wasn't even interested in seeing and um, told me about it. A friend told me about it and I, I freaking love that. Whole, that was another one. All those guys <laughs> stuff was on my list for sure. Beer fest, of course. And then super troopers. And they did Duke's hazard too. I think that was pretty good. Um, so JD here is telling, is telling uh, Wayne he's gay officially. Yes. Unlike people who knew me for years, ignored all the telltale signs. Like what? My obsession with Bette <laughs> track, 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 track so lighting, and the fact that I like sucking dick. <laughs> I had that in my version. Okay, yeah. Not with another guy, but remember when I bought that book on yoga? 
<laughs> so lots going on. Wayne's trying to process him being gay. They got Judith locked up. I feel like they did a pretty good job hooking up the system. I mean, they got the TV feed from the camera downstairs. Yeah, so they're not, you know, not completely inept. Right. This scene always stands out to me, too. The nuns working out. They got Nelly playing in the gym. (laughs) She's lifting quite a bit. Feel the burn. Nelly was a big deal. uh, One of the serious XM countdowns was on the other day, and I think it was 02... And he had like two top like three hits or something. He uses a juggernaut for those few years. He didn't need to do that. He did the bad boy song too, didn't he? For one of the bad no, boys. That was Shine. Oh, I think oh, it was yeah. the song Bad Boys. Yeah, I think he did for the movies. Yeah. Yeah, one of the he did the first one or the second one. Well, in this stretch here, he had country grammar, he had um uh God, what was the other big one? Uh Hot in Here. Yeah, I don't think he I mean, has he really done anything recently? Yeah, I think he's still he's still around. Yeah, so oh, yeah, Country he, Grammar at EI, Oh Ride With Me, that was the other big one. And Batter Up. Those are all off the first album. And then Hot in Here and Dilemma and Air Force Ones were all off the next album. And She Could No She Could Tail Shake a Tail Feather was the one from Bad Boys too. That's right. Okay. That, I couldn't remember which which song it was. And that was so that was kind of in this stretch of time too, right? Late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, so his first album came out in 2000, and it's in there. They just use Country Grammar in this scene. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's Country Grammar and EI with the first album. No, and yeah, Ride With Me and Better Up, too. That's a big album. And then his second album, Mad Hot and Here in Dilemma, which is a big one, and Air Force One. So, yeah, that's a big one. It's like, yeah, he put out an album in 2021, so or 2020. <laughs> so they got her all on lockdown here. He's... uh. <laughs> Pureed pancakes, sausage, eggs, and yeah. he's got her tied down, locked up, catcher's mask on, and he's threatening to starve her. And he's starting to become like I, this is like the turning point because he's starting to become this assertive, more of this assertive mm-hmm. figure, just like she is. And <laughs> right, your buddy smokes pole, so do you. Right, she's trying to get in his head too. Yeah. Yeah, she's messing with him. Uh, she says she wants a big Montana from Arby's. I don't know if have you ever had Arby's. There's really not that many around here. Did we get that when we when I came up to see you in at Assumption? I feel I like, or so. maybe there was an Arby's there then, because I know we we used to crack on the line from or you know repeat the line that Putty said in Seinfeld, and I think there was one up like an Arby's Assumption. Night? I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think I've ever. Then had I definitely Arby's. have not had Arby's because I don't even remember any of them being in Rhode Island. If we had any, yeah, I don't think there's any up here really. We, we have a lot of roast beef. <laughs> Is yeah. that the equivalent of Arby's? Yeah, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I don't. I've never had it. So I don't know. Big Montana. Is that a big roast beef sandwich? I guess. I guess we'll find Sounds out. Good. They found some really cool looking locations here. Like this restaurant looks pretty neat too. Uh, yeah, but I was looking at the filming locations. I don't know if that came up. So, right. but it looks like it doesn't. I don't know. That doesn't look like a set, or nor they would have the budget necessarily to build something like this. No, no, this is definitely has to be a real restaurant. So he's a mess right now. He keeps saying Judith's name, and she's like, 
on edge because she has to decide if she's going to become a nun or go with him. And he's super obviously still stuck. And here we go. <laughs> the solo. You yeah, the scene. Yeah. Yep. I have it. Very interesting, huh? <laughs> so he's finally like bringing them in for help on this now. He's like, I can't stop saying you're the same. So. This again, I, I mean, we've talked about the the fantasy aspects of this, like he's naked on the floor. He somehow gets dressed, gets here, gets to the restaurant and sets him up with this bug. Like he had to have been gone from the table for like <laughs> a half hour. Right. Yes. Again, the uh, time normal time does not exist in something right. like this. Right. I Which guess, is why, you know, I guess they could live close. But yeah, I mean, you got to figure it's at least 10 minute ride. This part's such a good. This is a good scene too. Yeah, so he's he's <laughs> hooking his nipples up the jumper cables, and he's gonna zap him anytime he uh says Judith's name. He's gonna listen in. <laughs> Looks utterly painful. It's crazy, like how quick he sets these things up. Well, too, I guess we we know too that he probably did most of the work for the TV and the <laughs> video system in their home. Yes, obviously he set up the camera, yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing the early 2000s were focused on these uh, baggier clothes so he could pull this off, the, the right bigger set. suit. Jack Black's uh, previous shirt would have worked well on this as well. What a ridiculous outfit. Uh, so Wayne is sitting at the table. He's got an eye patch on. He's got a giant antenna thing or like satellite to listen in to the conversation. He's pretending he frequents the place. <laughs> See, I was thinking he had like an ear. Well, I guess he does an earpiece, but yeah, like he's using this huge radar to listen in. Now, I don't see why her final vows have to be Sunday. Like, is that is it like once a year or something? Oh, yeah, you're asking the wrong person on that. I have no clue. It's like she needs <laughs> to know. Like, What if they just gonna... made it up to add conflict to this film? That we're like, OK, we don't have to question it. Right. I mean, I guess. And, you know, she's already saying I love you. This has been like a week. But like we said, they have the history together. Yes, yeah, so that's that's a little bit more palatable. <laughs> so he's saying Judith. And you know, she's trying like she knows he keeps saying it, but she's trying to give him like a million chances because I think deep down she obviously really wants this. And here we go. Wayne's getting thrown out. I don't know. What's the most like? I'm trying to think of the most ridiculous scheme we've been involved in. Schemes. I think our schemes are more like one-off. I don't think we have any long setup schemes. Oh man, I'm gonna have to rack my brain. Um, <laughs> feel like even like a like... stop and shop. We didn't really have like any big schemes. I'm trying to think if we ever messed with anybody like. Harmlessly. Um, yeah, I mean, we used to do the, you know, we'd page the guys in the back and say they had a call, make them yeah, walk that up, was, stuff, yeah, like, that was, stuff like that. <laughs> pretty benign scheme. Oh, yeah, well, we ever... we, well, we schemed a per, well, it was more so we didn't have to hang out with this this individual from from Stop and Shop, remember? Uh, and we true, have to yeah. make up, <laughs> we have to make up, didn't we have to invent this whole story of why we couldn't go I to I think this so. And looking back, 
he was clearly just like a burnout. So I don't know why we felt like we needed a airtight story. He probably would have <laughs> even No, he We could have told him we hung out. He probably would have. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did. We instead just got, got some pepperoncini express. Man, that was like eight places ago at that restaurant. That was good pizza. What is that? Where? What location is that now? I think it's uh, JW's Pub, I believe. Which has oh, actually okay. been that for a while. There we go. So he yeah, ran all the way to the nunnery. Which he knows where it is, apparently, in the pre-GPS days. <laughs> Nipples are all burned. 30 miles. He ran 30 miles. <laughs> to this apparently in the same night. I mean, that seems like a lot. Because even if you did a four-minute mile, <laughs> which is like all-time record, yeah, it's still... Uh, he would not have made it. Well, I guess that's two hours. So let's say he goes... Let's say he does a seven-minute mile. 210 minutes. Three and a half hours, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut I that down. Feel, I mean, mere seconds for this hour and 36-minute film. I mean, that's over a marathon, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Marathon's 26.2. So he ran, he ran over a marathon in, in this evening. I wish she kind of looks like Hannibal Lecter with this. Uh... <laughs> she does. I think it's by design, I'm guessing. Got Arby's. Got the Arby's. You got it for her. I feel like that's also like a big 90s look. The long sleeve shirt under the button down. Oh, yeah. The baggy cargos. Yeah. Not a fan. I never really was a cargos guy. The shorts, cargo shorts, but not not cargo pants. Uh, so basically, yeah, yeah, okay. Arby's, it, never mind. I thought it was. I don't know why I thought it was roast beef. It's just. Like, I think it uh, is. Like, or, or is it? All right. I don't know. I'm just. I'm getting burgers now. Vibe maybe. No, maybe that, I think no, that looks right. like roast yeah. beef. Yeah. So she's telling us. <laughs> she's giving him the info now. The story of, you know, she was dating a macho guy. He got killed in a kickboxing tournament, and she decided that she'd only date pussies, basically, yeah. after that. I'm trying to give her some uh, dimension. Yeah, a little, a little sympathy. Little they're little they're starting to turn it. Yeah. yeah, they're starting to show why she's so broken and fucked up. In Thailand, they went to. Yeah. I also like how this mirrors Sandy, too, like losing her. Was it Luigi? Right. <laughs> yes, Luigi, yes. Are they sharing this sandwich? I think they might be. <laughs> it does look good. I will say that. Yeah. I, it makes me want to go get a waltz. I haven't been to waltz in a long time. Mm. Yeah. No. Me neither. It's been a bit. I'm going to have to now. It's the it's the bun. It looks like a waltz bun. That's why. Like that sesame seed bun. That's yep. like one of the best parts of the waltz. All smushed together. I feel like they don't. Not just, they just slam it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's okay. It doesn't have to be like a fresh. Well, and it's got that old school menu, which you know is like the food's always good at a place like that. With the oh yeah, like the board with the white letters like pressed on it. <laughs> the so sauce get a little sensual here. <laughs> the sauce very, is dripping down her tits. Very, very. He wipes it off and feeds it to her. So at this point, you're wondering like, <laughs> is there something here, or is she just like messing with them to try and get loose? Yep. Or is she actually? kind of getting vibes by the assertive because it's cautious he's cautiously putting his finger yeah in her mouth with the sauce 
And you think, okay, is she going to bite? Or just... No, they're making out now. <laughs> Too bad the chain's in the way. We haven't seen JD in a while <laughs> since he uh, came out. But well, we're going to see JD and uh, and Coach. Take JD. Does he have a name in this too, or is he just Coach? I think he's just Coach. coach. Uh, well, he has a, his name is Coach uh, Coach Norton, but I, I don't I don't know if they say okay. Norton after the first season. I think it's his Coach. Because I feel like there's only one Coach in my mind, and that's Hayden T. Fox. Naturally. <laughs> I got Subway for the kids tonight. Like, yeah. a six inch is now like seven bucks. Oh, that's insane. I got I got a sandwich yesterday. You ever been to Marabella's in Warwick? No. Somebody had posted about it, and I'm like, I got to go try one of these. So I got a meatball, and I, I got a small. The small was huge. They packed it with everything. And that that was like 12 bucks. Yeah, see, there's everything. I don't know. I feel like Subway, Subway used to, it was five bucks for a foot long. Those were the days. Six inch was like $3. Inflation, that my friend. Two, two six inches was like 14 bucks. So, uh, coach is broken out of jail. Yeah. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Judge is a sports fan. I love it. Retrial. Again, Judge is a sports fan. So, he's coming to crash there. Um, <laughs> so, poor Wayne got blue ball big time. He was about to get it in. JD wouldn't answer the door. So, he had to come up. Where's the bathroom? I got to take a dump. <laughs> take a dump. That's right. <laughs> he's so good in this, even though yes. he's just basically playing himself. He's basically telling me he's going to go shit in the lawn. Which I, oh, so this will be a telltale one. Because I think this might be cut out of the PG-13, where they show him actually taking the shit on the lawn. Oh, that's right. I like that line, too. You're pinching loaves out there. I play croquet out there, man. Oh, oh yeah. So they're showing yeah. him now. You're saying, okay. All right, so maybe yeah, they Yeah, they're showing that in mind. I'll find something. Using the fucking mail. Oh, God. I love like the ridiculous stuff, like you said, the playing croquet. Like it's so stupid. Like, <laughs> of all the things to say, it somehow works. It somehow works with him. We'll tell him we've got ghosts. That's a quick shit he took. I was wondering if, because this is reality. Clearly, <laughs> I was wondering if he washed his hands when he came back in. He's Definitely not. He's <laughs> eating Jack Black's food. What is that? Wink? No. What is that? Onion ring? Yeah. Or pretzel. Or it looks pretzel? like a pretzel or yeah. something. Yeah. An eater. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> he we'll kind of reminds me of the, my, my, uh, the custodian at my school. Um, he just retired. He kind of reminds me. Looks a little like him. Acts a little like him. And I, I mean that in the, the most, like, complimentary way. Right. That was great. <laughs> and he's realizing they didn't kill her because uh, she's still on the TV. <laughs> so they want you go out there and off that So if they watch nothing else on in here TV. Too. If they watch nothing else on TV all no, the I don't time. No, I don't think they do. No, I think they do they, 24-7. You're nutless. You've been <laughs> pussified. Oh, he didn't say nutless to me and mine. No. No. He said you're nutless. You've been pussified. I think he just. I just. I got pussified. That was it. <laughs> Pretty funny. The uh, the coos line was good. Go out there and I think the they coos. just. 
they let him run wild in this too. He probably had an outline of a script and they just said, you know, Oh yeah. Take it Go crazy. Do what you need with it. They just get his ass flipped by her. Stunt double. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's pure <laughs> chaos in this house. Yep. Constantly. See you in. Jamie hiding. Forget about that. Was <laughs> no part of this. No part of the coups. I love how he hides in the shower and then he hides <laughs> underneath the hoodie. That's great. So is this his house? Or was her house? To, did they buy it together? I'm so confused over whose house. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's very confusing. This is definitely the house that they had the engagement party in, right? Yes. It must have been his. Or maybe it's the one he bought with. Uh, I don't think they bought it together. I think it might have been his already. And she's back from the dead, just as he's making out with uh, Sandy. A lot has happened. Like, when you really compress this timeline, there's a lot going down. And it's con- they're just constantly adding conflict into it. Right. <laughs> but like I said, I mean, I, I don't feel like there's been one scene that's been, like, a throwaway or, like, one that couldn't have happened, right? Yeah, I don't feel like anything's like they're they're dragging something out or there's significant downtime where you're like this doesn't make sense as part of the narrative. So right. I think because it's so fast paced and ridiculous, that's the reason why it works. I don't know why it got such a bad rap. I mean, it got a lot of bad reviews. I mean, it, like it is comedy stupid. Is, is great. You know, it's so yeah, dumb, it's, but it's slapsticky and you. But it's one of those ones you just gotta like just accept it insanity. Oh yeah. That's why you wonder, too, like, kind of thinking about where movies are placed in decades. Like, would this have actually worked better, like, in the 80s or something? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's That's the like perfect time. About that stuff. But at the same time, it works off of, like, you know, American Pie and the other ones we talked about. Right. Because if it's in the 80s, like, who's playing him? Yeah. Oh, maybe like a, uh, I don't know, like, maybe like an Andrew McCarthy or something like that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's just perfect this role because he just plays this sucker so well, you know, like the he does not no spine kind of thing, you know, like even here, like, you know what he wants, but he still can't say no to her. And I love how she's just still manipulating, even though they give you that Mm -hmm. scene with uh, Wayne where she appears to be sincere. Right. Um, Well, you can tell she's deflected a bit. Yeah, she's like, maybe I oh, yeah. no, no, no. But now she realized she wants her to still control him. And she's back in that power position. Yeah, now he gets pissed. Yep. <laughs> I feel like that was her couch, though, and she's letting them keep it now. <laughs> and I feel like we had to have like this moment because he never, ever got mad at them. Right. Well, or yeah, they never so much, you know, they never had they never really had a conflict so much in between as big of a conflict as we, you know, would I it see in a situation like this. A lot of falling <laughs> off of uh, buildings and things. Well, like you completely too. crushed her car. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, yeah, he never didn't realize like the length they were going to, but this uh this poor car. <laughs> <laughs> he also mean, crushed like, the hell out of that car. <laughs> look I, I, I the hood is that, off the windows. <laughs> from that height, there's no way. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. I mean, he is fat, I guess, but... <laughs> that, was, that was good. Oh was god. It's another in jail. What a ridiculous outfit on Darren here. He's got the leather coat, black leather coat, gray slacks, and a gray button down. Going to get married. Not congruent with his uh, character by any means. And they're working hard to get him to just give in here finally. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a tale of true friendship all through this for sure. Do you think this could have ever, uh, obviously this is like hypothetical because it's never happened. Do you think this was like, could have ever spawned a sequel? Like, why do you think this one didn't spawn a sequel, but like American Pies, American Pie did? Like four films, I just think there's much more story. I think it's just a story to American Pie because it's like, and this is like a a world and a concept. Like, I don't know what else they could have done with this because he ends up with her, I guess. Sure. Maybe Wayne. I don't know, because they all kind of end up, like, in a spot. I, I think this is as good as a standalone. Like, I'm not an anti-sequel guy like some people. Like, I'm fine with them. But I don't know what else they could have done in this to make it. I think it's, like, <laughs> just good standalone. The cornhole in you. He Did said you it. it. He said it on my version. I don't understand, then. Because <laughs> there is a version in, that would be on TV where he says they're making you wear dresses. Maybe it was, like, on, on like, you know, a basic cable that where they run commercials. That's right. probably what it was. Yeah, but I definitely didn't have some of the dialogue you've had in yours. So that's so weird. It you had the boobs. Very strange. Very strange. I'd do anything for you, boys. <laughs> this is such a ridiculous like now yeah, we're really into like a right cartoon out. world where. Yeah, you drive well, like, like the truck's not up. even damaged. <laughs> <laughs> the truck is even damaged. He backed into a brick. Bo- I mean, that's like a brick, massive brick wall. Like, yeah, right. The cinder blocks. Who are they gonna go pick up, buddy? Well, in a minute. First, they gotta get uh, they gotta get Sandy out of the nunnery. She's about to give her vows. I'm getting like sister act vibe here. Yes, very much. <laughs> now that's that's a movie that had a couple of it, right? Or was it one sequel? I think it was one. That was a good film. That was a good good comedy. Yeah, sister act was good. Uh, yeah. That's it. She's done. You don't hmm. want to be a nun. It sucks. <laughs> Too young. Too young to be a nun. She has another car. Lost another one. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> this truck is like indestructible. Yeah, indestructible. I think like, it's funny. They've been looking like, for them, the like cops. This, they clearly don't need to. Yeah, there's no content. They don't need to worry about continuity or. The no. truck being like, it's like whatever. a cartoon. It's like I mean, it's basically like a cartoon. Like I said, they didn't even change his sister. She's a stripper and a hooker. <laughs> they, I mean, they didn't even. Uh, yeah, like where are the cops following them? You know, like even this, you know, they just go backstage and kidnap Neil Diamond. <laughs> I can see why I got bad reviews. <laughs> I mean, it's it's as much it's as so ridiculous. It, it's so ridiculous. But they got to get him back in the movie, you know. No, I know, but 
<laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> Save me all those naked pictures. <laughs> I mean, they did do, I will say this, like, for the shortness of the movie and the way they chug along, like, they really did um, do a good job of, like, setting up these characters. Like, so when he says this, like you're the one sending naked and this and that. Like it's already been well established enough that it's like believable, you know. Yeah. Well, that's why too with the small amount of like what are the seven characters, right. yeah. including Neil Diamond. Like you don't have to focus on really anybody else. What did he say? What did Wayne say? He's like, turn on your heart lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JD has to work it in, and I found out I'm gay. <laughs> Loving the rocks ain't no thing. So he's all in. He's like, you know what? I've been talking about these love songs my whole career. It's time to make it count. Doesn't he? Uh, yeah, the worst line. Doesn't he say something out. like, uh, you know, what is it? We're, co- we're coming to America. <laughs> yeah, the park on America. <laughs> Avenue. He's like, yeah, and he has a line. We're coming to America. <laughs> Here come the police now. 5-0. Goddamn heat. <laughs> he's so good. Coach Rest in peace, down. Arlie Ermey. He's going out with the machine gun. Did he fucking barrel rolls out of the moving car? <laughs> Coach is a madman. It's so it's quite the crew they put yeah. together here. He's a sociopath. <laughs> Just jumps out <laughs> of the fucking truck. Gets nailed by the fucking car. <laughs> so stupid. Well, <laughs> a lot of car destruction. <laughs> yeah, lots of bodily harm. JD falling on that car, just completely ripping the hood off the windows. It's the best part. Oh. There it is. Hey, we're coming to America. Yeah, there, there's a line. Yep. So good. So who are all these people in this fucking wedding? Like, there are they all her friends and family? Because it's established he doesn't really have much going on on his end. Yeah, I think it's most likely it's uh, it's hers. This looks like a nice location too, out in DC. Uh, yeah, they found a lot of watching cool spots. You know, Neil Diamond cuts the vows. Hello again. That's another song it has. I guess he's got some good <laughs> stuff. I think Sweet Caroline has just really soured me on everything. Yeah, just we just you just have to kind of take that out of our minds. Look at his other look at his other songs. I don't know, it's so shitty. And he realizes Sandy's the one for him. And that's it. He finally, finally stands up to her. It's kind of got like a uh, similarity to um, Wedding Crashers, this ending. Yeah. Yep. I'd agree with that. You know. All the hard work of J.D. Wayne has paid off in the end here. And Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond was... Neil saved the day. Turn on his heart light. And this is where we get the payoff. Yep. Judith and uh and it's Wayne. An interesting enough, it makes sense. Yep, it makes sense. It, yeah, it doesn't it feel like super the craziness. Forced. Yeah, they no. they added they had enough um laid down to make it feel worthwhile. <laughs> that it made sense. I mean she beats the show him first and then realizes. Yeah.
complete brides <laughs> over here. And he's fighting right back. <laughs> it's so friggin' ridiculous. That green screen looks off. Well, I get—I don't know. I guess they are outside. It just it looks so fake when they, they're looking up at him and the sky's behind him. Maybe that part was green screen. Like that right there, the sky yeah. behind them. Because this definitely looks like to. some type of not a country club, but right. Yeah, yeah it's like a park. I don't know where it is. Vineyard. There it is. <laughs> It's official. Neil's still playing up there. And then uh, we find out Coach Diamond, is also yeah. getting. Right, yeah, right under the heart. I'm gay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. And then we get this ridiculous ending where he's saying pro- yeah. pronounce you man and wife. All three are getting married. And they realize, we reveal that it's a Neil Diamond concert. <laughs> That's how they're all on stage. The, <laughs> the missing team. Everyone, everyone ends happy here. Judith and Wayne, Coach and JD, and Darren and man Sandy. Man and man. A big kiss. Like you said, it was pretty progressive. Arlie Hermie and Jack yeah. Black making out. Especially Arlie Hermie. You would think he's probably more of that old right. school. Nah, he seems like he's pretty open-minded. But, you know, it's. But having you think that was a real out, Neil Diamond like, concert? Do you think that was I like a real so. Neil Diamond concert that they brought them in to film, or they, or do you think it was just created with extras for the film? I think it's a real concert, and they filmed the scene there. Maybe they just That's had what people it feels sign like, like. Well, also you said no real no cell phones, so it's not like a lot of leaks would be out. Right. Saying like, oh yeah, all these guys filmed this, but. Well, and it's progressive too. Either, either like, way, it's they had cool. them. They had the guys make it out on stage, like at the concert. Yeah, looks real to me. Like I, I think it's a, I think it's a real concert, and they just had them do like one song, maybe. Yeah, because that would have been a real, that would have been a, sh- a lot of extras to hire. Right. Oh, they see. Right. I mean, I don't think Neil's playing. Was he playing? I guess he probably still plays big, big venues, but. Yeah, I just don't know if he tours like as frequently. So when he does, he probably does play pretty good size one. Right. Well, that was a fun uh, revisit of this classic. Yeah, I haven't seen it in so many years, so that was that was cool. There was a couple, several things I forgot happened. So it is. Yeah. Do you feel like it holds up? Were you you disappointed at all? You feel like it's still? No, no. I feel it. I feel it does. I I think the line, and I think because it's, you know, the the cast they got, especially to like Jack Black and Arlie Ermey have some of the great Mm one-liners, but everybody else too, like working together. Like there's no weak link in my opinion. Right. And it was, it was good, good. It was you know. They didn't, well. they didn't, and they didn't overwhelm it with like a big star or two. Like it felt like the cast was a good balance. You know, maybe some like kind of breaking out, or I mean, Jason Biggs. Unless you were like a movie fan, you know, earlier, you, you probably didn't really know him at this point. So outside of Neil Diamond, I mean, Jason Biggs is probably the biggest star right here because of American Pie. And I mean, he's not like a mega star, so it was a good, good little cast. Yeah, and that's why I don't think I don't think a big star would would have made it made it work. Like we said, Jack Black was—he had done little things, but he start—he was starting to kind of come about as a, a lead actor as well. So, yep, very well done. I love it. No, it's a good movie. It's definitely worth watching if you haven't seen it. I think. I think if you're into like stupid comedy, you're gonna really be able to to um, disconnect from it though. Like if you 
if you're sitting here trying to pick apart the you know stuff that doesn't make sense you're gonna go crazy <laughs> because of all of it. it it's you really gotta compare it closer to like a cartoon world i mean that's the whole thing from the star is just like a cartoon yeah you're world. just gonna go in with low expectations and just like enjoy right. it don't deconstruct even though we did some deconstructing for like right. humorous purposes just go in and enjoy it without kind of you know with that without that critic kind of mindset and it's just fun stupid entertainment something if you have a shitty day that you have an hour and a half to kill it's definitely gonna put a smile on your face i'm a mom <laughs> All right, so uh, be sure to check out everything here the North-South Connection has to offer. This is one of the rare non-wrestling shows. Um, I don't really have a set cadence for this. It's kind of whenever I have a free night and feel like watching a movie with a friend. Uh, I'll turn one of these out. But otherwise, we have shows dropping every day. So be sure to subscribe, share it with a friend. If you have a movie suggestion, reach out to me, and I'll add it to the list. And if you want to be on the show, let me know. We can watch a movie together as friends. Uh, Don, I'm sure I'll have you back soon. We definitely have a few others on our hit list that you and I definitely have to do together. So... We'll Definitely, this buddy. This is great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining. Uh, and everyone out there, enjoy. I don't have a, I don't have an end tagline yet, so if anyone else has a suggestion of that, too, let me know. But enjoy the movies. I don't know. Only movies from 92 to 12 comedies. Enjoy that. We'll talk to you later. We close, hang on to a dream. On the boats and on the Never looking back again They're coming to America Home Don't it seem so far away We're traveling light today In the eye of the storm